Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast by Ugly Ventures. I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, and the co-founder at Ugly Ventures, a place where entrepreneurs like you can find the tools and capital to grow your business. I'm so excited you're here. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Marketing for Startups podcast. Today is going to be a tactical episode about how to sell yourself and your vision to your team and hopefully to investors. So I hope this is a topic that is interesting to everyone because to me, it's something that I've been incredibly focused on in recent weeks. The question being, how do I motivate my team in order to achieve our collective goals? And what I've discovered, what strategy I've been using is something I believe we can apply to any aspect of selling ourselves and our business. And the key here is about not selling your vision. And this is, this is really like where I've sort of flipped things on its head and it's actually gotten me some really good results. We're sort of taught about this elevator pitch, right? We want to pitch our business in one or two sentences, highlighting, you know, exactly what we do, who we serve, why we're awesome. And that's supposed to get people interested in buying our service or product. And Obviously, that has its place. You definitely need your elevator pitch. But if we're trying to sell someone on our bigger vision to get them excited and motivated, what I find works really well is not selling them on your vision, but selling them on their vision. When we work in the marketing department with copywriters, for example, this is always something that comes up, right? People don't really want to be sold to. They just, they don't want to know how great your thing is, how great you are. They want to know how great they are, right? Anyone who's buying anything are just trying to fulfill a vision that they have for themselves. And we need to think about that in everything that we do. This is how we're going to gain real influence uh, from the people around us. And it doesn't matter if you're trying to sell a customer, if you're trying to sell your team members and get them motivated, or you're trying to sell an investor. You need to be able to extract, to uncover what are the deepest desires of the audience that you're speaking to, right? And all of those three people are audiences that you need to sell, right? So I think we probably all know very well how we do that for customers, right? And I think I've mentioned it zillions of times on this podcast about doing your market research. You could be sending surveys out to potential clients. You can be doing market research, focus groups, all of this great juicy stuff, But let's talk about employees first, because I think that's a really interesting one. Employees or whatever, contractors, whomever you're working with. And a lot of times in startups, obviously, you're usually strapped for cash and you want to get the most that you can out of the people that are working with you. But 
how do you get them to care as much about your vision as you do? This is something that I think we all sort of understand that no one's going to ever feel as passionate about your business as you do, right? But there's certainly a way that we can have a conscious construction in the way in which we sort of sell our team members on the vision of the company. And I've been in situations where I have worked with really charismatic founders, right? Entrepreneurs tend to be pretty charismatic as a, as a fractional CMO. But to be honest, no matter how charismatic and infectious that entrepreneur may be, if you don't feel a connection to what their passion is, it's really hard to kind of get yourself psyched up. What I have to do for myself is usually find a way that my personal vision ties in with the vision of the company and of the leader. And that gives me that energy, that vibrancy to sort of match that passion of the founder and keep me going even when things get really tough and really and, and really complicated sometimes, right? And so what I've been doing with my own team is sort of doing the same and in order to, to construct that practice, what is required is you need to get really curious. You need to get curious about what motivates, what drives the people that are working for you. You know, ask the question. Get quiet. Listen. Because the biggest asset that you have, right, as you build your company are the people, you can only do so much on your own. And I would say one of my mentors and one of my clients that I work with, Dan Martell, always says this. He's an exquisite coach. And he always says, the founder builds the company, right? But you build the people and the people build the business, right? The founder can't do it on their own. And so how do you get the people to build the business for you? And there's no way around it. I mean, you can only have your hand in so much. And there's one point where the trust needs to be transferred to the team. And so the way that you treat that team, and regardless if it's a very small team or it's a big growing team, they need to be bought into the vision and they need to be self-motivated. And the way that you create that is by understanding what motivates them. What are their big dreams and goals? And how are you, as a leader, going to help them get to their goal? And how is working with you and your company and working towards your vision going to help them get to their goal? Because at the end of the day, if they don't feel like their life vision is being fulfilled by the work that they're doing with you, they're not going to stay with you. They're going to move on and you'll be missing out on, and on team members that can help you grow exponentially. Because when you have people that are with you, that hold that vision as strong as you hold your vision, your team becomes absolutely unstoppable. It becomes much more than just a transactional situation. And again, this could be 
anyone. I have to say that my um, my partner in Ugly Ventures, who is unbelievable, who <laughs> has been working with me for many, many years, we've developed a deep, deep friendship and deep connection. And we have aligned visions in what is what we want for the future and what is possible. Now, each of us have our own vision of what we want for our own lives, but we have tied that into what Ugly Ventures is, right? And how we want to grow it. And for this reason, we've been working for years together, wonderfully, like blissfully, so excited to be working together, so excited to be um, building together because we have that shared vision. And when I go in to my consulting, um, my consulting projects, I do the same exact thing with the teams that I'm working with. And I, I find that even if you have someone that's a subcontractor giving you a couple hours a week or someone that works full-time in the business, a full-time employee, it, it literally doesn't matter because the the exponential production you're going to get out of having that person feel excited, motivated, and connected to a vision, it's like bar none. You can't even compare. And once you have that kind of flowing in your work situation and the teams that you're with, the the churn rate of your of your team will be so low. And what a headache it is to have to find new people and train them. The best case scenario for startups is that you have a few good people that are extremely dedicated and will do whatever it takes to help to help the company win. So, how do you do that? So, as I said, listen, really listen. And this is where leadership becomes so important. And what I would suggest is taking the time to meet with your team members. So if you have your, whatever your, your cadence is for your meetings, you have, you know, maybe you have one-on-ones or you have all hands meetings that are in a group or whatever. I tend to find that our one-on-one meetings with our team, uh, or whomever is working with you, when you get them, (laughs) you know, alone with you, it tends to be sort of turns into like a task meeting, right? solely focused on execution or problem solving. But I would challenge you to set some time about, I would say, depending on the size of your team, but let's say if you have a smaller team, just once a month where you dedicate that meeting to learning about them, talking to them about not just like small talk, getting deep into what is their goals and their vision, how do they want to grow, what parts of themselves do they want to, um, you know, to improve, how are they actively trying to improve that part of themselves, hold them accountable, honestly, be a coach for them. That what it, that's what it means to be a leader. And you'll be so, you know, I think surprised at the reaction that you get from the team because anyone that's working for a startup has some sort of growth mindset because working in a startup culture is certainly not 
a cushy sort of safe bet most of the time, right? Usually it's a little chaotic and there's ambiguity on roles sometimes. People sort of wear all the hats and that's great. That's a kind of energy that's very specific to working in, in, in startup world. And so these people that work for startups tend to be really growth oriented. And so spending time with them like that is going to do wonders for the strength of your brand's culture, your company culture, and the output of the team. So sell them on their vision. Bring their vision into the fold. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to get them excited about your shit because your vision is yours. And it could be a beautiful vision, right? And they may appreciate your vision and get excited about that vision, but there's no vision that's going to be a stronger motivator than their own vision. So this brings me to selling yourself to investors, okay? Because it's the same formula, right? Clients and customers, they want to buy the vision of themselves that they're going to be once they have your service or product, right? Your team and employees, they want to be sold on how their vision is connects to what the work they're doing. And for investors, the job that you need to do is understand, do the research, but get to know these investors that you're pitching to understand what their motivation is, right? And that's why a lot of times when we're talking to investors, we need to speak the language of data. Data is the language of investors because nine times out of 10, their vision is just to get a really good return on their investment. And so they probably care a lot less on your flowery, passionate vision of your business and care much more about what the opportunity is, right? But beyond that, beyond that, there's a process of learning about that particular human being investor that you're speaking to and what their personal motivations are and what their personal vision is for their life, right? And in pitching yourself, you want to tailor your pitch in front of that investor and that investor group based on what their goals are, what their vision is, right? And a lot of times, this is really a simple exercise of reading everything you can on their website, right? Understanding the types of businesses that they invest in, understanding why, right? Why do they, why are they investing in that particular vertical, right? Follow these people on LinkedIn, read the shit that they post, try to get some insights into their personality, right? And don't just perfect your deck based on what, you know, based on what you think is going to showcase how cool you are and how great you are, right? Sell your vision by selling their vision of themselves. And this is going to make all the difference. It really does. Because once an investor can see their vision being satisfied by working with you and investing in your company, it's going to be much easier for them to say yes. So take the same approach. No one likes to be sold, employees, customers, nor investors. 
by just highlighting how great and wonderful you are, how great and wonderful the company is. Everyone wants to see themselves. Everyone just, honestly, is not in a pessimistic way. It's just in a practical way. But that's the psychology of sales, right? Everyone wants to just be buying and, and, and working towards the vision that they have for themselves. So I challenge you how you can build your pitch to incorporate this vision for investors. Because once they are sold on how your company and your vision will serve them, life's going to get a lot easier. So I hope this was helpful. I think it's sort of an interesting way to frame selling your vision in yourself. But always remember, even, I mean, and this is not in a negative way, but we are all living in our own universe. We are all mostly focused on ourselves and our lives. And so we shouldn't assume that anyone else is any different. I can't wait to hear from you about this one. Have you found this to be true in motivating your team? I would love to give for you all to give it a try and let me know how it worked out. I think you would be, once you hit that nerve of speaking into whomever you're talking to, their vision, what I've experienced is this like a palpable excitement, this palpable energy that, that just comes, right? This like, you can't see it, but you can feel it. This energy that just that connection where they, they pick up what you're putting down. They get it. They, that excitement comes in their own voices. And that's what I want you all to experience because undeniably that is really great marketing. Can't wait to see you back here next week and hope to hear from you. Thank you for joining me. And I'm always available. DM me please on LinkedIn. That's where I like to spend my time if you have any questions or there's any topics that you want me to cover on the podcast. Until then, have a wonderful day and hope to see you back here again next week for the Marketing for Stars podcast. Thanks. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to the Marketing for Startups podcast and for sticking around till the end. It would mean so much to me if you could like and subscribe to this podcast. It's a great way of telling the world that this podcast has content worth listening to. And remember, you could always reach me at LinkedIn at Victoria Hajar or at UglyVentures.com. Thanks for listening. Until next week.